On this episode of The Mompreneur Show, I'm talking with Robin Long. She's a wife and mother of two littles and an online Pilates instructor over at thebalancelifeonline.com. And today we're going to be talking about how Robin created a successful online Pilates training business that really stands out among the others because I feel like there's so many other trainers online and Robin stands out in such a beautiful way because she has been able to attract tens of thousands of busy women to her training. So I'm so impressed with the way she's been able to grow a beautiful, adorable family as well as her business at the same time. I'm your host, Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that helps you win in business without losing at home. So before we get into the show, I would like to thank two wonderful companies for helping make this show possible. One of them is Made On, and Made On is an all-natural skincare brand with chapsticks and hard lotion, and it's run by a husband and wife team, and they make natural skincare that has as little as three ingredients. It helps people with cracked dry skin and eczema. So head on over to hardlotion.com and enter the code Vicky to get your $5 off. So enter code V-I-C-K-Y for $5 off. And $5 will take you a long way because all their items are really affordable. And of course, Audible. And Audible is an incredible company that hosts hundreds of thousands of audiobooks that you can listen to in the car, on the go, or while washing the dishes like I always do um, in my case. So um, if you go to audible.com forward slash Vicky, you will get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial by signing up again at audible.com forward slash Vicky. It will have you uh, sign up and give you your credit card information, but you can totally just enter that and then cancel in the next 30 days but you'll still get that free book for uh for you for you to keep um all all you have to do is just keep your audible app on your phone and it, you will be able to access the book even if you're not signed up to their recurring um services so that's what i always uh, thought i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna i'm gonna close my account and i won't be able to access my books no you close your account and you can still access your book All right. Awesome. So mama, that's it for now. Thank you so much for being here. Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so good to have you finally. And I am so impressed with everything that you've been doing online. And I want to ask you, how did your journey begin? Oh, well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I, that's, that's always an interesting question. Um, because I feel like it's taken a lot of twists and turns, but I will say that I was working in kind of a traditional nine to five actual, it was actually commercial real estate development. Um, and trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life wasn't very happy, but more than that, um, because it was a great job more than that, I was just finding myself really stressed in a lot of pain, um, experiencing anxiety in a way that I had never experienced before. And I, um, couldn't figure out what was going on with myself and my body. And I just wasn't feeling like myself. I didn't put together at the time that it was related maybe to the stressful job and I was engaged in the stressful time of life. So during that time, I got more and more into Pilates um, as a way for me to really exercise at the time. That's what I thought. 
Um, but it ended up being so much more than that for me. And a huge part of it was just reconnecting with my body again, which had tremendous effects in terms of my stress, my mysterious pains that, that were real pains um, went away. Once I started reconnecting to my body, doing Pilates, reducing that stress. Um, and that is how Pilates entered my life. And so I ended up continuing with my job, but really focusing a lot more on Pilates just as an exercise form and as a way to keep myself balanced. And then decided that it was something I wanted to pursue full time, that that's really where my heart, my passion, you know, it was so life changing for me that I needed to pursue it. So at that point I left, well, actually I should say, I started doing my training for Pilates while I was working in my nine to five job. And then eventually um, left that job to pursue Pilates on time or full time. And from there I did traditional Pilates training for a few years in studios, private clients, classes, and um, in 2011-ish, I took, I started taking it online, and that's what I'm doing now. Wow. So how many years uh, did you do it in person before you took it online? Um, I taught for about three and a half years. Wow. Okay. Um, that's amazing. Thinking of online. Yeah. That's amazing. So you really gave yourself the time to to become truly an expert in Pilates. Yes, 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 yes. So where did you have the shift and like, oh, I want to go online? Um, it's I was okay, we had moved a handful of times. So I first started in Santa Barbara doing training, and then my husband went to grad school. So we moved up to the Bay Area. And when you do that, you know, you spend all this time building up a clientele and you spend all this time building your business and then you just pick up and move and you have to start from zero again. The only thing you have going for you now is more experience. But so I moved to the Bay Area, built up a whole nother clientele, packed my schedule, um, but I knew we were probably going to move again. And so I was sitting with that like, okay. I'm going to have to start over again every time we move, if we want to move in our life. B, I had maxed out um, really quickly. So I was teaching about eight hours a day, um, and that's a lot. But keep in mind, people always think like, wow, you're doing so much Pilates. When you're teaching Pilates, you're actually not doing Pilates all day. So you're teaching for eight hours a day, but that's still really exhausting. Um, But I was teaching eight hours a day, five days a week. And I was maxed out, not only on an emotional and physical level, mm-hmm. but an income level. Um, when you're getting paid by the hour, when you can't teach anymore, like I realized really quickly, okay, so this, I kind of feel like this is it. Like as far as a career level goes, it wasn't even just about the money, but just growth potential. You know, you want to continue working towards things. And I felt like I had maxed out pretty quickly. So at that point, I thought, okay, I want to move again. I know we're going to move. I also want to have kids. This was before I had kids. And so what is a way for me to take my passions and take my work and make it more flexible so I don't have to be paid by the hour and then I can do it from anywhere? Um, And additionally, I was hugely passionate about Pilates, but we'll get probably into this a little bit more. What I'm really, really passionate about is the approach and the whole mindset um, behind it and how it's all connected, our bodies, our food, our well-being, our parenting, everything is connected. And so a blog was a way for me to communicate mm. that and bring it all together. 
So, so when did you start the blog? That was around 2000. Um, well, if I'm honest, my first like blog post I ever put out into the world was probably 2010. Um, and it wasn't until 2011 that I got like kind of a n- nice-ish website and wow. made it a little bit more formal. Wow. Uh, and then, yeah, wow. Pilates program sort of followed from there. It was all very gradual. Very cool. Okay. So were you able to, how were you able to attract your now customers by having a blog? Yeah. So this is a question I get a lot because as more and more people are going online, they have this great idea, but they're like, where do I get people? Right. Um, and it's a, so for me, I started as a blogger, a blogger first. I wasn't selling anything. I didn't have, I had my in-person business, but I started to blog, to write, to share, and to build an online community. Okay. So I spent a lot of time just blogging. Um, I was writing two to three blog posts a week. Wow. Um, and I did that actually every week up until this last year. Oh my gosh, that uh, is cr- that's a lot. Can we <laughs> like stop there? Like how, that is a lot. Like coming from yeah. a content creator, that is a lot of work. So how did you, how did, how were you able to do that? Um, well, the good news is, um, when you kind of aren't, my standards were low, right? So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to put stuff out there. It wasn't for me in the beginning. It wasn't super strategic. It was just, how can I share my passion, share about Pilates, share what I'm learning in my life. And so when it's a little bit more from that personal blogger perspective, it's a little bit easier than say it is now when it's like this really, really strategic, well thought out um, content. But I was just really dedicated. And my the gift at that time was my husband was in grad school. So he was gone every night from like 5, or he would leave at 3 p.m. And he would get home at 11 p.m. Wow. Um, so I had all this time where I was just like watching Real Housewives on the couch. <laughs> I'm like, well, I might as well use this um, exactly to build something. And so I just committed to, and, and as bloggers back when, it's the landscape has shifted a little bit, but when blogging was just the thing, um, you know, most people were doing like everyday blogging. And so I was actually on the lighter end by just doing three days a week, but Um, yeah, I, I love that you said it wasn't really strategic. It was just, um, just you sharing, um, in hopes to help someone else. And I feel like that's how a lot of really good blogs started is when people really just from the heart, they just want to share what they, what they want to share. But because a lot of people, they try to mess with SEO, they try to fool the system and Google caught on to that. And they've done some major changes a few times in the past decade, um, that completely overhauled their, the way they, um, crawl through websites. And so like all the, all the blogs that were strategic based on SEO research, they went down like significantly so I love that you that you really took this natural approach and I feel like that is the that is the key as ladies who you guys are watching online um now it's the key like really just really blogging from your heart and really teaching someone like what is what is 
my reader going to learn from me for my blog post mm-hmm. versus, um, well, the Google or whatever, SEO, yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. spiders crawl over my website and make it and rank it higher. So I love that you shared that, Robin. Yeah. And that is really the key and foundation yeah. for connecting with people. Right. That I am now in sort of some online business circles and it's like, whoa, how did you get that engagement? And it's like, well, I've been writing to these people and connecting with these people, my online community for a lot, you know, a lot of years. Not that it has to take as long as um, it has to take a long time, but it's that personal connection versus yeah, just trying to fool the system or just get SEO. Like then people don't have that connection with you. They don't feel like they know you. And that has been a huge um, gift to me as as I've grown a business. I have members now who have been reading since my blog was, you know, so (laughs) embarrassingly um, new and simple, but they're now still clients to this day. Exactly. And I love that. And people connect with people, not, you know, uh, keyword based um, blog post and Robin I love that you also shared that it it doesn't have to take long but it you know it it does take a while it does take a while to build that momentum to build that that uh, online persona well not persona no online <laughs> audience and yeah. so your words are really encouraging to us so thank you so much for sharing that so let's um, I really want to talk about going back into your um your journey with the move and how did you, how were you able to rebuild your client base so quickly? What did you do? What are some of the strategies that you did? Oh, that's a good question. So you're, you mean like my in-person training? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, um, I basically had to be willing to do anything right in the beginning to not so I had some as my job's a little different than people so as a Pilates instructor in the fitness world um Mm -hmm. you know you end up working the hours that most people are off but I really didn't want to do that so I found a balance for myself where I said okay I am not going to work weekends because I need that time with my husband he was in that crazy grad school schedule so we needed to protect our weekends and in the fitness industry, that's actually kind of unheard of to not work weekends because there's tons of classes on Saturdays and Sundays. But I said, I'm not going to work weekends, but I still had to make some kind of sacrifices if I wanted to grow my business. Mm-hmm. So I um, did work all the early mornings. So I was at the studio by 530 every morning teaching classes five days a week Um and sort of one of those, like, you got to do what you got to do. You know, those are the times that are available and I've got to build up my clientele again. So I took on those kind of classes um, and I gave it everything I had. And one of the things that I really love to do is find that special touch with mm. like, how could my class be different um, than just an average class at a gym? So whether that be, Um, ways that I start the class by um, trying to get people, you know, starting little rituals with people of setting intentions for classes, little things in the class. But more than that, I love doing things like um, writing random emails to clients, just saying, hey, I just wanted to congratulate you. I've seen you in class every week and you've made great progress on your, you know, planks or whatever it is and just say, keep up the great work. Um, I would on Thanksgiving, I would buy uh, Starbucks gift cards for all my clients and say, you know, I just want to thank you for your business. So I was, 
because it's a massive world, the fitness, you know, there's yes. so much competition. Um, and so for me, it was how people like to be noticed. They like to be appreciated. Exactly. Um, so how can I bring that into my business? And that paid off really well. My classes had wait lists, like every, my schedule was packed. And I really think it was just from giving that extra little bit of personal attention and really caring about people mm. rather than just showing up and leading. Robin, that is so powerful. Okay, so no wonder you're able to stand out so significantly online. Seriously, there's a, t a ton. I mean, online space is also really full with like in fitness instructors and yoga instructors and like all kinds of online training for fitness. But you truly stand out. And I'm like, okay, die. Like what you have been doing, what you have been building up towards this is truly remarkable. And the fact that you were giving these little gifts and sending these little personal emails is incredible. And it reminds me of this um, quote that people will forget what you say, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Absolutely. I love that quote. Yes. And like when people feel, when you made them feel good, they're going to go and shout from the rooftops about your business, about your classes. And I feel like that's exactly what they did because obviously yeah. your classes were all full and, and now you're reaching tens of thousands of women around the world and it's so incredibly inspiring, seriously. Oh, thank you. Okay, thank so you. let's let's move into the online space now. So how did you transition from being an in-person instructor, having this blog, and then offering these online, beautiful online videos to yeah. your clients? Well, thank you. I will tell you that they did not start out as beautiful. Um, I was blogging. I had this, you know, predicament that I was sharing like, okay, I'm going to want to move. I'm going to want to have kids. I don't want to work eight hours a day teaching Pilates every day for the rest of my life. Um, so I thought, okay, how could I create some of this in an online space? And all, additionally, since I was moving, my clients were wanting to still work with me, but I was leaving them. So there was sort of this problem there of like, okay, how could I create something that they could still kind of work with me, even if mm -hmm. they're living in the Bay Area and I'm in Colorado, which is where we moved next. Um, so I created my first online program. It was not beautiful. It was in my guest bedroom. Um, I, this is literally what I did. I set up my iPhone. I propped it up like on a hamper with books. And I put an egg crate behind it to try to deaden the sound a little bit because it was a hardwood floor room. And I would crawl over, press play, crawl back to my mat and teach a Pilates class and record it and upload it. And I didn't know how to use iMovie. I didn't know how to do any of it. Um, but I just kind of figured it out. And I figured out how to use MailChimp. And I said, okay, what if I created it? Every week they get a workout. Every week they get a meal plan. I partnered with a nutritionist. Basically, I just figured it out. One of the things I've come back to is um, I get a lot of people who come to me and you know say, how do you do it or ask for advice? And you just have to do something and then keep improving upon it. So I think I was blessed in the fact that I was sort of before doing this before there was a lot to compare it to. Whereas mm -hmm. now I think people feel like they need to come out the gates and have this beautiful amazing perfect product or program um but i didn't see that but i also wasn't looking for it i was just focused on what i was doing and so it's i, I come back to the idea of just taking imperfect action okay. 
and just, um, just do something because you can sit with your ideas, you can sit with the concept, but if you don't actually put something out there, you're not going to make any progress. So that's how I initially went into the online space. And then it's just, again, iterated and been years of tweaking it and growing and um, changing. Okay. So. so I'm huge on the idea of imperfect action. And I know we had an e- email conversation and you mentioned you want to talk about this and I love that. And I know there are so many mamas watching us live who are literally sitting on their ideas. Ladies, you know who I'm talking to. They have these incredible ideas, these incredible visions of what they want their future to look like, but they are literally like, they can't get themselves to start a blog or start a YouTube channel for years, honestly. And ladies, again, you know exactly who I'm talking to. So Robin, can you give us a word of advice to us who have not been really moving forward because of that? It has to be perfect because of like, oh, what if I'm not good enough? What's your advice for them? Oh, so many. Okay. (laughs) A couple of things. Um, On a really, well, let's see, on sort of like a mindset level. People are often surprised that I don't really follow hardly any other fitness bloggers on professionals on Instagram. I don't read their blogs. I'm not on their email lists. Um, Because first of all, it just started that way sort of naturally. But then I realized it messes with my creativity um, because you may have this amazing idea that is your idea and you came up with it. For me, the creativity is my favorite part of this job. Um, and then you see something that someone else has done that's sort of similar or is the same thing. And then you go, okay, I can't do it now because they did it, you know, and you, and it just gives you another excuse to not put your idea or your product out there. Additionally, it just makes you compare, right? I started with this terrible setup, no lighting, you guys, no lighting. Like it was dark, it was fuzzy. Um, and if I was comparing it to someone who was either farther down the road in their career or had a huge budget. I chose to build a business with no debt, not, you know, putting things on credit cards, not that some very successful people do, but I didn't. If I was comparing with that, I wouldn't have put anything out there because you've got that in your mind. So I would say on a very, very like daily practical level is watch who you follow, stay in your lane. Don't worry about what other people are doing. If anybody you follow that you think oh, they're better or they're doing what I want to do, just unfollow them. Get that out of your space. You don't have to have that, right? Um, Wow. Okay, (laughs) let me just say that is so powerful because I, as a content creator, I'm always, I feel like it's, you're right. Like I I feel like I always have to be up, up on, on date with, with what everyone's doing, like yeah. um, following everybody on, on the email list, which is so overwhelming. But you're saying to literally unsubscribe from the emails and really focus on what you're doing and what you're creating. That has helped me tremendously. And I'd say now I do follow like a little bit. I stay up on sort of like what's going on in the industry, you know, and oh, how's that working for other people? And how can we be different? You know, how can we set ourselves apart? But in, but for the most part, and like definitely in the beginning, I found that for me to be really discouraging um, rather than just feeling like, oh my gosh, I have this great idea. I'm going to try it. I'm going to share it. You know, before there were opportunities to put that fire out just by comparing. 
Oh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So that is really, really good advice, Robin. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh my Very gosh. Much. Okay. So, so, oh, go I ahead. I would also add on a really practical level, something that I never did, which I wish I would have, I started doing this year is consider um, like beta testing. So if you have a program or a course or even a product, is there a way that you can get it out to a small group? Um, so that you're, if you're too scared to like go public and be like, here's my new Etsy course, or here's my new product. Um, could you consider inviting a small group of people to try it? And so you're putting it out there. You're seeing how it works. It, that way it doesn't have to be perfect. You can, the biggest of big in the industry do this. So it's, it's a very normal thing. You know, you put it out to a small group, either for a reduced cost or for free and you let them give you feedback and help you make the product better so that then you can be a little bit more um, confident when you finally go big with it. And Robin, I agree with you completely. Beta testing has been um, huge in the online industry, but it has really helped me too. Because sometimes when you create something or when you, like I created a, a group coaching program and I didn't really enjoy it myself. So it's like, um, but I would have never known if I wouldn't yeah. if I wouldn't get all those ladies together and do a beta test because that's the thing. You figure out if it's going to work for your people yeah. and if it's going to work for you too. And so, you, totally. And We're doing a beta kind of pilot. We're calling a pilot group right now within my membership site. And I'd say it's just as much for us to decide if this is something we it's worth our you know, time and energy and something we want to do just as much to see if it works for them. Exactly. And I mean, companies like Facebook does beta testing. So yeah, that's why yeah, they exactly. release, they release certain features uh, to some, mem to some users and, and not to others. So very, very interesting. I really love that concept, Robin. That's really, really good. Thank you so much for sharing. So I really want to move towards uh, a little bit of the technical aspect of your current business, because sure. I know, you know, you started with vid taking videos, um, you running, pressing play, yeah. pressing record, and now you're obviously Obviously, in oh my gosh, like I just cannot say, you guys, after the show, go on to the balancedlifeonline.com. It's right under Robin's name, right there. Um, you go there and check out her site, it's absolutely incredible. Just sign up for her 21 day challenge. It's oh my gosh, you're gonna be like, ah, okay. So, your videos are absolutely amazing. Your the way your site is beautiful, um, the way you present everything. Um, what tools do you use? Like, how did you come here where you are? Like, what are some of the yeah websites, membership site? Like, what do you use? Sure. So, I have a WordPress site. I've always been on WordPress, yeah. and um, I designed the first one myself, which was interesting looking. Um, then I made a smaller investment a few years later to have a designer, um, make a prettier site for me. Um, I would say if you want to really up level your brand and your game, pay for someone to yeah. design it for you. Um, so i our site has gone through multiple iterations. So this, we just did a relaunch this past year and, um, I have a designer, a developer who works. Um, with us on kind of a contract basis. He's amazing. If anyone's looking for a good designer, find Ted at Contemplate Design. He's amazing. He, um, hopefully, he's busy, but he's amazing. 
Um, so he built our site and it's on WordPress and we use, um, paid memberships pro, which is just a WordPress plugin mm-hmm. for our membership site. But again, at this point we have a fair amount of custom stuff. So he yes. really handled a lot of that. Um, prior to this, we were using S2 member. There's a lot of options. Yes. Um, and I think the the most important thing is finding one that you know how to use, or you can pay someone who knows how to use it well. There's got to be one or the other there. And I also know a lot of people who use Kajabi um, and have great success with that. And Kajabi is very user-friendly if you're trying to do it a little bit more um, yourself for like an online course or even membership area. I agree. And thank you so much for sharing your technical side of things. But okay. Okay, your photos and videos, who does them? Who, like, how did you, like, I'm just so impressed with how you go out to the beach with your yoga mat and just make these beautiful videos. Okay, what, how did you, did you bribe your husband or how does that work? You know what? Most of lately has been um, my friend who's a photographer. So I've, it just has, I've gone through, and again, this, the lesson here, right, is, you're going to go through a lot of different things. So I've used a lot of different photographers. Um, Some have been really expensive and some not as much. And lately, since we recently relocated back to Santa Barbara, my friend has been taking pictures for me. She's extremely talented. She lives down the street. So we um, just do photo shoots every now and again for different programs that are coming up. And it really helps to be in Santa Barbara. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Colorado in the dead of winter before, and I had a little bit harder time coming up with some creative uh, images. But for me, I really love the branding aspect. Like that, I love that as much as I love Pilates. So I love, um, I like to have the creative vision. And what I always want the balanced life to be for people is a place that is calming and refreshing and rejuvenating and not busy um, because we have so much of that in our life, right? We, there's so much busyness, especially as moms, it's just constant screaming and (laughs) toys. And um, so when people come to do their Pilates workouts, I want them to feel refreshed, clear. So I like a lot of white space, a very simple design. And so I try to do that, um, whether it be through pictures and videos. And I will say, we also have another friend here in Santa Barbara, who's our videographer and he's just fantastic. So I couldn't do it without them now. Okay. (laughs) So you absolutely have achieved what you have envisioned. The branding is absolutely spot on because the moment I hit your site or the moment I press play on one of your videos, oh my gosh, calm just really grounded the the scenery is absolutely gorgeous and so like seriously Robin you got that down it's it's amazing and I love and I love that you're so open that it was always a work in progress and that you didn't start like that um and another thing I want to comment on is that friends like having friends who do amazing work is so amazing and I think 
like I really want to just confirm what you just said. We can never go at it alone in business. Yes. There there's always in a need for collaboration, for really working with each other, partnering up and not necessarily in business partnership, but like in on projects and it makes it so much more fun and together you will rise. And like yeah. that's the thing, um, is that together you will um lift each other up. So yeah. Love that. And there's so many opportunities if you're new and you're starting out, you know, for trades, you know, you could trade your course or business coaching or whatever it is you're doing nutrition with a photographer. Um, so it's this joint thing. You guys could, you know, promote each other on social media. There's just so many opportunities for, um, yeah, coming together and collaborating. Absolutely. I completely agree. Okay, Robin. So, oh my gosh, you shared so much golden nuggets about business, about, uh, what you did to grow your business. And now I kind of want to shift a little bit and talk about the seasons of work and seasons of motherhood. And I know that you have done, you have done an incredible job with, with helping people find balance physically. Now Mm. (laughs) tell us how you find that balance in your life, um, emotionally and really like with your family. Yeah. That's such a huge part of it, isn't it? Um, it's central to what we're trying to do as moms here, trying to build businesses. Um, there's this saying that you, I'm not going to get it right, but you, you teach what you need to know or something you teach what you need to learn. And I think that's one reason, like I'm so passionate about balance and life balance and exercise balance. And all of that is just because I'm always trying to find that in my own life and and iterating seems to come up a lot. And, um, and so for me, I would say it's never perfect, but one thing I have figured out in life is, well, not in life, but so far is this, this concept of seasons has been really powerful Mm -hmm. for me as a mom and for my marriage. Um, whether that be, like on a small scale, like a month long season mm-hmm. or like this year or two as a season. Yeah. So one way that plays out for us is um, like, for example, right now we are gearing up to launch a big free Pilates challenge and we do this every year. So for me, February one, basically to the end of March is a very busy season. Yeah. And so it can be very tempting for me during that time to feel like my, my mom work life balance is off because I'm working more than usual. I'm, I'm working on the couch at night more than you, more than I want to in a perfect world. But when my husband and I step back and we know like, this is a season, this is a project, this is a thing, this is not forever. Um, but I think that's kind of the key is to make sure that at the end of that season, you come back together and reevaluate and say, okay, now what, what do we shift for the next few months? Um, and that can really take a lot of the stress because of if we're not looking from that bigger picture, then every day I can feel really like this is not how I want it to look, right? I'm working too much. I'm too busy. Um, the, you know, I'm too stressed. This is not how I want it to be. And then that adds up day after day. But when you're looking at it from like, okay, we know this February and March is always crazy. We need a little more childcare, a little more grace with ourselves, yeah. um, a little more focus on our weekend family time a little less social probably because mm-hmm. I need to hone in on work and kids. So there's probably less friend dates happening these next two months. Yeah. Just that concept of looking at seasons has really been helpful for us as a family to adjust 
Okay, so I love the concept of taking a step back and looking at the whole picture. Oh my gosh, like I have a huge, huge wall calendar that takes up like half my wall that is has a whole year. And when you write little events like you know, speaking events, speaking engagement or like a launch timeline or whatever, they look so much smaller on such a big scale when you look at the whole year together. And I love that. You're so right. I just want to, again, like I totally agree with you. Um, when you're in the thick of it, you really only see today or this week and you're beating yourself up like, oh my gosh, I'm such a horrible mother today. Like honestly say this to, to myself sometimes when I'm like really, and that is horrible. Like the negative self-talk is, mm-hmm. it will just shut you down. And so I love that. Take a step back. So Robin, you mentioned in the beginning that you really work on the mindset. Um, and I know so many of us moms beat ourselves up and have like this really um, not very healthy mindset sometimes. And I would love if you can talk about that. Yeah. Um, one of the mottos, unofficial mottos within my membership site, mm-hmm. the, the Balanced Life Sisterhood, has become grace over guilt. Mm-hmm. and we all just you'll see it in the Facebook our Facebook groups every day it just gets someone will be like calling grace over guilt today you know and it's that concept of we just feel so guilty so often whether it's because we said we were going to do a workout and we skipped it or because we ate more chocolate cake than we wanted to yeah, yeah. or because we've been uh, just this morning I am trying to, you know, we're trying to hire someone for my team and I'm down on my computer sending emails. My three-year-old asked me to play a game with her and her feelings are hurt, you know, and it's so easy to be like, my gosh, look at me. I'm on my computer. She wants to play. I'm a bad mom. Um, just that guilt cycle that we get caught in. And so I come at that a lot from an exercise perspective, Mm -hmm. but it's, um, it's all connected, right? Because you really can't separate the two. So we're really big on, I'm really big on just that idea of starting fresh every morning. Sometimes we think guilt, like the more guilty we make ourselves feel, the more we beat ourselves up, then we'll change. Like we think that guilt will be the catalyst for change, but it's not. Guilt is not motivating. Shame is not motivating. It actually keeps you down. So learning to release that guilt and just say, like go easier on yourself and just say, you know what? I made a mistake or tomorrow's a fresh start. Stop looking backwards. Then you can get that forward momentum and start making those positive shifts every day. Mm, I love that so much. It's like really living in the moment because like we had a conversation before we went live. It's so hard um, for me. It was especially really hard when my kids were younger. It's like you're I'm, I was always thinking, oh, I can't wait for them to grow up. Oh, I can't wait for them to start walking. Oh, I can't wait for them to like go potty on their own, like all of these things. But really, like you guys, my kids are eight and six now and it's heartbreaking to go back and think like, oh my gosh, I was living in the future when I was supposed to live in the present. And so now sometimes I live in the past because I'm always beating myself up for that. But really living in the present is so important, Robin. Thank you so much. So, oh my gosh, like I can talk to you forever. You are such an inspiration. You have so much wisdom in you. Uh, But please uh, share with us where we can find you. Yeah, you can find me um, all over the place um, (laughs) online. So you can find me on my website, which is thebalancelifeonline.com. Um, on Instagram, I'm just at the balanced life. And that's probably my favorite form of social media. I have the most fun there. 
Um, yeah. And so, and then we're doing a big free challenge that's kicking off on March 6th. So how can we um, sign up for that? Yeah, you can basically, if you go right to my website, you'll find it. Um, or it's the balance life online.com slash 21 days of Pilates. Um, it's free. It's 21 days, just 10 minutes per day. So for all you mamas out there, I'm a mama of a one-year-old and a three-year-old and I'm running a business from home. I totally get what, how hard it is to fit in exercise. And so I'm really big about small steps and I have to do this for myself. Again, teach what you need, right? Um, And I know others can relate. So it's going to be 10 minutes a day and you'll be amazed by just taking 10 minutes to kind of get down on your mat, shift your mindset, Mm. think about how you're doing physically and mentally, how that can have a huge ripple effect in your life. So it starts on March 6th and it's going to be fun. Thank you so much, Robin. And I will link that in the comments um, and in the show notes below. So again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. You are absolutely amazing and inspiring me so much. Thank you. It's totally my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, ladies, was that amazing or what? Thank you so much for being here live and interacting in the comments. I love watching all your comments and I'm sorry we we didn't get to the questions today, but I just want to thank you so much for being here, for taking your time out of your busy life and spending it here with us. I hope you will join us live next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. I have a really incredible mompreneur on as well. So It's going to be lots of fun. I hope that you will join us. If you could, please sign up to um, our email list. And the way you can do that is you can also get a free PDF of my five biggest mistakes that I've made in my business. And it's so funny. I say free PDF. Oh my gosh. Like this, the information is readily available online, but I just want, I I just wrote it and I just want it to um, inspire you and encourage you to not make, make the same mistakes that I've done. So if you go to mompreneurshow.com forward slash five mistakes, you will find that PDF there. Go ahead and um, sign up and it will get, it will be emailed right into your inbox. All right. I want to say thank you so much again so much for being live on Mompreneur Show because this is the show that helps you win in business without losing at home. I am Vicky Lashenko signing off and hope to see you next Monday. Bye-bye.